Hey, it's Nick from 50 Campfires, and this is the episode of The Daily Outdoor that we recorded on March 13th, 2018. We kick things off with a picture that Clint found online of a sneaky camping spot in San Francisco and how it was discovered. We talk about the 60,000 pounds of spilled beer on a Florida interstate and how you can go camping with reindeer in Russia. Enjoy. Howdy, howdy, everybody. <laughs> do you like that? I do like that. That's my new... That's, that's my new my new Western. Half of the thing that I like about the show is to seeing what the heck you're going to do to start it. I like Sometimes, that. Usually it's a song. It's some kind of terrible jingle that, that probably got rejected at some jingle writing company at some point, but you're still using it. Well, you know what's really weird is I have no singing talent whatsoever, <laughs> and I find myself wanting to sing every time. You have so a little... You have a... Does he have, Camera Jeff, does he have a little bit of singing talent? Uh, sure. There's a little yeah. bit there. Camera Jeff, you liar. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Clint from 50 Campfires here. And, and Nick from 50 Campfires over here. still Nick from 50 Campfires. Well, I, I changed my name earlier in the day, had immediate regret, <laughs> went back to the post office and changed oh, it. That's where you do it? You just go to the post office? I'm just assuming that that's where those that's things are. That's where you get notarized. Yeah, it's all you need is a public notary to get your name changed legally. Is that true? That'd be an awful idea. No, it's actually pretty, it's a couple hundred bucks. It's two or three hundred dollars to get your name changed. You don't have to go to the post office? Uh, a, the guy that I, a guy that I went to college with, his name uh, was uh, <laughs> Mark Grimm. He's a doctor in Duluth now. Okay. Look him up. I was really hoping his we name We were really close to convincing him to changing his name to just his last name, just Grimm. Dr. Grimm. With no last name? No, only that. So no like no first name. He'd be like Cher. <laughs> it would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he would be like Cher. Mm-hmm. But, per, but for a doctor, maybe not what you want to do. No. No. <laughs> so it's Tuesday, everybody. Um, we have these, uh, we look like we're on a public radio set now. I am. If you are a regular oh, this, watcher. You tricked me. This isn't a public radio set? If you're one of the six people that regularly watch the show, you can notice that we have uh, here. new microphonos. We're trying something new today. And all day. Uh, yeah, every day, every day, all day, new, every day. It's always all new. day. I'm into it. All right. I'm all about it. Cool. So, Chris. Oh. Uh, what's, he, what's he got going on here? Oh, Nor'easter. So it's the third. So, hey, Chris, feel bad. So, the, the let's hang three, out, Chris. Is it three Nor'easters in three weeks? Yeah. I, I like, believe in 10 days. 10 days. You're supposed to get like a foot of snow, I think. I'm looking at you, Chris. Stop. <laughs> You're supposed to get a foot of snow. 17 inches. Is Looking right through his soul. Snow. He can feel it, too. I can yeah. tell. No, he's yeah, he can. when you're scaring him. He's trying to be cool. <laughs> stop. stop scared, Chris. Stop. He's trying to, he's trying to do He's like, <laughs> leave him alone. So. <clears throat> you need a cough drop? Um, uh, another 20 inches? Yeah. Wow. Chris, where are you at exactly? He, he always chimes in. He's a regular. I know, but I don't know where he is. Really? Huh. I bet you, you, you asked another show. I do. Where? Tell me. <laughs> he is in um, Boston. He's in Boston. Oof. Or Maine. I don't know my. I don't know anything about geography. I don't know anything about anything. Twenty inches of snow is a lot of snow. That's a lot of snow to do. With. Do you shovel snow or do you have a snowblower? I have a snowblower, dude. I thought you were kind of like a workout guy. Yeah, but I don't want my workout to be shoveling. He's in Maine. I told you. Uh, he is okay. Yeah, yeah. no, because I have a snowblower. Uh, I knew that. I'll, I knew it was either Boston or Maine because I always get as well. Sure, 
Well, I knew where they both are, but I get that was trip. a good trip. We hit both. We did hit. It was both. awesome. Yes. Yeah. All right, go on. Plus on four wheeler, plow on four wheeler. Oh, that's what my brother in law has. We have one at the cabin too. Plow on four wheeler is pretty fun. So you snow blow. You don't get out there and get a workout. I snow blow, and I take a lot of pleasure in snow blowing all the walks for all my neighbors because mm. the way. I, and they're always like, "You don't have to do that." I'm like, "I'm just, I'm literally just walking. Like it's not like I'm doing some crazy." thing i'm just walking behind this thing you should send them a bill for the happy. gas you're using a couple of the neighbors are uh, a little bit older and retired so you know makes me feel good you're a great guy right inside my all heart. right so you had talked about a sneaky camping spot right inside this area i'm not i'm not going to acknowledge that <laughs> so one of the things you want to talk about today was this sneaky camping spot okay so this so this, it's just the photo where i was like this is uh this is one of the most clever you got to go full screen with this so this is on top of a train station uh, in San Francisco, if you're listening on the podcast, it is a blue metal roof train station. And there's, a, there's an oval alcove on top of the train station. And some dude who was presumably living here for no one knows how long. So I, I just got to give him props. He's not actually camping, right? He's living there? Yeah, he's living there for okay. no one knows really know how long. Yeah. But um, uh, sleeping in a tent in San Francisco is not illegal. Homeless is not as legal. Well, we experienced that same thing when we were in Portland. Yeah, so they're helping yep. to, like, they're finding another spot. Uh, but I thought this was pretty brilliant. You can see his little ladder on the right side. So he'd come in at night, scuttle down that, and then think about once you're inside there, you're like, that's amazing. Well, you're blocked from the elements. Yeah. As long as it doesn't <laughs> rain, does that thing fill up with rain if it rains? No. So what it is, is on each side of it, oops, on each side of it, there is there are two um, little skylights. Oh. And so I think he probably during the day, probably wasn't in there during the day, probably at night, fine, but you don't want to like look over the skylight and out yourself. Someone yeah. saw him uh, getting up on top of it. He must have picked that. So Outdoor Bill's asking, he saw that. Time. What is it, an old water tank? What is this? That, that's what I, it looks so like. So it looks like a cylinder on top of a building, and it almost looks like it's decorative to me. No, it, like I said, there's two big skylights inside of it. On, on each end. So, and the, the reason I know that is because you can go to Google Maps and look at a Google Earth view of it. Could you see the tent in there when you went to Google no, Maps? No, it's gone now. Oh. <laughs> that would have been great. But there are two skylights. So, I, I, it's not a water tower because it's, it's too, way too small and it's on top of another structure, like a little, a, a newer train. Well, almost like decorative to me. Like you drive by and you would never see into the top. You no, you would never be able to side. see into the top. But you'd see it from the sides. Correct. Oh, good, good, good talk. <laughs> wow I, so that, that, but i like i i love small spaces like that it's yeah. one reason i like sleeping in like enclosed hammocks and i could just see i would totally sleep in there and crawl in that little tiny space and just feel snug as a bug in a rug kind of looks like a place you might have had in high school uh you know the kind of cat you were yeah absolutely that was your little I would hang out there your little, your little... my little jam <laughs> so weird to think about yeah all right so there was a tragedy this week <sighs> kind of a kind of a big deal then you pour, pour a little out well actually enough was already poured out was it Sixty thousand pounds of beer was spilled on the florida interstate not just any beer but beer in the can <laughs> that beer was on its way was to it? a camping camp out i bet was it really? That's well, a la- that's a pretty big camp out. What kind of beer was it? it was Do you know? Bush, Bush Light. Oh, come on! Doing the world a favor. So this, this, get this driver's name. His name was Michael Nolan Powell. 
Okay. okay. Kind of like Colin Powell. Is Michael Nolan Powell is responsible. And at three, roughly three o'clock in the morning, he crossed over the median, flipped the truck, and spilled the entire semi-load of canned beer onto the Florida interstate. He wasn't injured. He didn't Thank injure God. anyone else. <laughs> but he spilled all the beer. And he got a lot of worms drunk. But he uh, was cited for careless driving. Really? Yeah. I thought it was pretty lame. That's so how many cases is this? Do we know? Hundreds, well, right? How do you well how do you measure pounds versus cases? So uh, how I don't many, know how much a case anybody of beer that weighs. can do quick math, what's a what's a case of beer weigh? Yeah. Let's do the well, math. what's your best guess on that? Twenty four in my mind, cans. in my mind, I'm walking out of the liquor store. Twenty four cans of beer, beer is thirteen pounds. Does beer the way does, does beer Beer must weigh a little bit less than straight up water. What does our life become where we're estimating the weight of a case of beer to figure out how much beer gets We're just following this to its logical conclusion. Bill said 7,200 gallons. A gallon of water is eight pounds, right? 7,200 gallons is 60,000 pounds? No, he said 7,200 gallons is 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 60,000 pounds. 60,000 pounds. That's what he said. Uh, That's about right. I don't know. That's about, that makes about sense. Full keg weight. Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy chiming in. Full keg weight is 160.5 pounds. Okay. All right. But this is cans. This is kind of a different thing. I want to know if I. I used to work with Jeremy. I hope someone. Did you really? Yeah, man. All right. I hope someone set up like a memorial there. Do you know? Do you know if that's that, you know that, not funny, you but that happened? on the side of the road, if there was Just like a, a little candle, a, a can with a candle like cut out with a little window in it, maybe make the candle out of an empty can of bush light, maybe, and get it going. And <laughs> horrible just idea. Keep it, just keep it going for a couple of weeks. Hmm. You used right. to drink bush light back in the day, I'm sure. Never. Yes, you did. No. Okay, nope. but you drank, we all drank terrible beer in college. Everybody can agree with that. Yes. What terrible beer did you drink in college? Uh, I, I drank a lot of Bush Light. Well, I told you the college beer that I drank was Red Dog. <laughs> also, not great. Not no, great. No, it's one of the worst beers you can get. <laughs> and I also drank a whole bunch of Captain Morgan. You seem like you would have been a Mickey's Ugh. guy to no, me. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> the little bombers. No. <laughs> I remember I remember people that did drink those, and it was like, what are you doing? That wasn't your crowd? No. <laughs> Well, it was my crowd, but I judged them. Is that a, is that, are people going to be drinking a bunch of those this Saturday for St. Patty's Day? Probably. Know. Is that when St. Patrick's Day is this Saturday? Isn't it? Correct. Yeah. You're going to make a corned beef? I'm not going to make corned beef, and I'm not going to go anywhere near downtown. They're going to no, drink Guinness. Many people refer to it as amateur night. It's, it's almost as bad as going downtown on New Year's Eve. Can I share another story with you? I want to hear another story. So I was cruising around the internet today like I do most days. Yeah, that's and our there, job. we got to find cool stuff. There is a tour company okay. that's offering a camping trip at right. what they call the end of the earth. Okay. Stop, stop it. I'm, 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 I'm keep it going here, man. I'm, I was into the story. Okay. So in Siberia, I'm sharing links now okay. so everyone can look at this. <laughs> All right. In Siberia... There's a company uh, that's tra- taking people to Siberia's Yamal Peninsula. Oh, know it well. Do you? <laughs> From Google Earth as well? Yeah. yeah. There's but another tent there that what was they're doing very is clever. They're, they've opened up this tribe that lives that are traditional reindeer herders. Oh, I'm into in this. In Russia. Okay. And for about $4,100. Okay. Let me show you this picture because I thought it's pretty cool. Okay. About, I want to see it. For about $4,100. 
you can sleep in a tent and literally follow along with the lives of these like uh, original peoples of the Russian Siberian Peninsula. You know how amazing as that experience they would herd be. reindeer. So I'm assuming that they are uh, eating them, right? That's that's the. I didn't ask. That's a big. <laughs> you didn't. You when didn't. I was texting with the guy. Didn't. I didn't ask, but. <laughs> right. But you're staying in these tents. Check out this tent. So it's like a. I'm into it. It's obviously probably reindeer hide, I would imagine. Yeah. But you're staying in them. You're hanging out, and they actually showed. I, there's more pictures. I, I shared the link down below. Drink probably drinking white Russians with reindeer milk. Caribou is delicious. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I'm now, I'm now I'm interested. This sounds really great. I'm into White it. White Russians with reindeer milk. <laughs> That's not a thing. That's I, totally I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to, the Google is for proving people wrong. And that's what I'm going to do but, as soon as the show is over. Can I read this little description? I want to hear the description. I want more information and make sure you include the cocktail menu. There are expeditions and then there are expeditions. Mm. This trip to the far reaches of Russia definitely falls into the latter category. After a blink and you'll miss it stop in St. Petersburg, travel by train, bus, and tracol. I don't know what a tracol is. Do you? Uh, <laughs> I, bet, I bet Outdoor Bill knows. Outdoor Bill, what's a tracol? To the Yamal Peninsula. He'll, quite he'll send a picture of his tracol. The end of the world. <laughs> Far above the Arctic Circle, this isolated region has been to the home of a tribe of nomadic reindeer herders for centuries. Really? Yeah. Temperatures hit 50 below Celsius. Ooh, yeah. Celsius. Ooh. So it's not that cold. Ooh, that's a lot of merino wool. <laughs> but you hang out out there. And reindeer. And like literally for a week. Oh, uh oh. I'm supposed to ask Cameron Jeff about getting stranded in a reindeer camp. We did. And Ooh. we had to eat the caribou. And it was delicious. <laughs> Is this true? Very true. Wow. Uh, really? Wow. Can you expound just a little bit more? Because that's really interesting to me. It's a lot of a lot of people don't know that Camera Jeff has traveled around the globe a couple of times shooting for a lot of different outdoor shows. Oh, and by the way, Outdoor Bill does know what a tracol is. It is an amphibious six or eight wheeler vehicle. Oh, I remember those things. They've been around since I was a kid. My cousins and I used to freak out about them. They'd show them going off land uh, the out little, in the water. Like a little tank. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like that's super cool. It, it was up in northern Quebec, the okay. northern reaches when caribou stu still ran their pretty big herds. Okay. And it was the end of the season, and they could not get a plane to us because it was about a three-and-a-half-hour, you know, float plane ride. Yeah. You're the only person I know that's eating caribou. It's delicious. Really? For some reason, I would think it would be fatty, but I, I don't know why I think that. I guarantee that Cameron Jeff didn't prepare it himself, though. <laughs> Well, it's like man build it. It's like it's like going to a restaurant. Who did? Build it. Really? Outdoor Bill prepared the the caribou for you. Wow. He's a great cook, actually. He also oh, made yes, a true. brown. So, uh, he also made, he also made a little apple dessert one night with an, with an apple. This is so, the story. We did a whole what, episode what on this places? trip you're, that you. You did an episode on this trip that you guys had. That sounds amazing. All well, right, that's, that's what I've got. So you can go. Uh, don't cry over spilled beer. Don't cry. You like that? Hard not to. And go camping with reindeer herders in Siberia. Have you ever cried over a spilled beer? No. Not even once? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not my vibe. It's like, oh, I spilled a beer. Which doesn't happen, which doesn't happen, doesn't very, happen often. very often. No, no, of course not. I have never, maybe I've gotten a little choked up once, just, yes. for, just for a minute. So we will be back on Thursday. We have a special guest on Thursday that I'm actually I'm stoked about pretty this. excited about. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to drop a hint, but it's... It's a classic cult movie. 
that is a new experiential event happening in Texas surrounding it. Good. It's going to be a good interview. That's you guys should tease. definitely chime in on Thursday. And if you are a commuter, you know, have a podcast that's available all over the place. You can find it on Stitcher, iTunes, pretty much everywhere. The Google Play Store, just about anywhere where fine podcasts are available. Only where fine podcasts somehow, are available. Somehow, somehow they let Clint's and I into those places. Talking about the outdoors. <laughs> all right, you guys have a great Tuesday. We'll be back on Thursday. Nick from 50 Campfires. Clint from 50 Campfires. We'll see you soon. And that is that. So what do you think? Are you crying over spilled beer on the Florida interstate? Are you thinking about shelling out the $4,000 it takes to camp with reindeer in Russia? We'd love to hear what you think. For more tips, tricks, recipes, and gear reviews, visit us at 50campfires.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Daily Outdoor Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. See you next time.